0: The American, Chapter 6 by Matthew C. McLean, a shorthand missile tale. By the time I'd gotten back to the apartment to get ready for my shift at the casino, my mind was full of questions. But I had a good idea where to start, which was conveniently the same place that I needed to go anyway. I washed the sweat from the cafe fight off of me and slipped into my dress shirt and slacks, throw on a peacoat and an umbrella for protection against the rain, and I felt about as French as I was ever going to get. Even so, I didn't want to spend a lot of time walking in the rain, so I took the tram into the better part of town, watching the high-rise tenements disappear behind the foothills to be replaced by the terracotta roofs of Old Town. I stepped off the tram onto the seaside promenade that was filled with tourists even at this time of year, but much closer to the casino than home. Still early by gambler hours, it was easy to slip around to the back and through an employee entrance. While it certainly lacked the lights and impressive architecture of the grand front, the back did have a large canopy to let smokers enjoy their habit out of the rain. In my case, it would allow me to catch Gaspard on his way in. I didn't have to wait too long. Many of the pit bosses weren't friendly with the employees they managed, and Gaspard was no exception, setting a quick pace as he moved towards the entrance. Even so, he picked up his step when he spotted me by the door. I shook off my coat and made as if I had just arrived, hoping to set him at ease. I reached for the door as he approached, but didn't get out in my security card. Gaspard had already had his out and swiped it, but I still had a moment to say hello. He nodded and mumbled something, then slid through the cracked door with his narrow shoulders like a man escaping a flooding compartment. I pushed in through the door behind him. I followed the standard protocol with Gaspard as I did with shop owners and anyone else that I wanted something from who also happened to be French. Rather than jumping right to my questions, I politely kept pace with him down the utility hall saying hello and asking him how he was. Gaspard responded to both of these with the same kind of distant politeness as the merchants I dealt with, but with him there was no recognition of the effort to conform to local custom. Sensing that he was as warm as he was gonna get, I asked him, the Corsican last night, uh, was the patron he was bothering older, good-looking, big white teeth? Gaspard stopped short in the middle of the hallway, causing a couple of croupiers to move around him with the speed and fluidity the casino demanded of its staff. The stare Gaspard gave me didn't contain any of the nervous sweatiness that he had displayed in the holding room. There was only the silent authority that he exuded as a pit boss. That doesn't matter to you. I appreciated Gaspard's need to maintain some distance from other employees, but I was getting tired of him pretending it applied to me. Between the course, again mentioning a girl, and the trio ruining my breakfast, there were more questions than I wanted to be bothered with. I stepped close enough to Gaspard that he had to face me to keep his balance. I think I've seen the Corsican around. I smiled, all politeness, no mirth. I wanna make sure he doesn't bother our other guests. That was nearly impossible, of course. After causing enough trouble to get evicted last night, external security would almost certainly be alerted and provided with a description. My proximity caused some of Gaspard's previous nervousness to return. He glanced around to see if there were any other employees within shot. Without looking back at me, he replied, no. That was disappointing, but expected. It didn't make sense for the high roller to follow his harasser, then sick at the corks against comrades on me. Then it occurred to me Gaspard's response might be, not be an answer, but a refusal. Seeing his nervousness grow without good cause left me more uncertain to which it was. So I requested, "If, if the high roller comes back... Point him out to me, please. I'd like to keep an eye on him, for his protection. I lied, then added a small truth for the sake of credibility. I believe the Corsican may have friends. A shot of fear went through Gaspard's eyes that let me know I'd hit on something with the last sentence. His response was a question that didn't give anything away. "How, How do you know this? I shrugged. Uh, A couple of thugs followed me home last night. They looked a bit like him. It's probably nothing. The momentary fear in Gaspard's eyes resolved into a guarded circumspection. I was tempted to push it further, but I couldn't do it in the hall without attracting more attention from other employees. Word of any sort of altercation would get around. Like any place that runs on silence and formality, the casino employees loved gossip unable to get any more out of him. I smiled at Gaspard and slapped him on the shoulder. The pat was an overly friendly gesture that jarred his caginess with irritation. I used his momentary frustration to give him an oblivious nod and walk away. Sandwiched between the receiving dock and a row of walk-in freezers at the back of the kitchens were the employee areas, one for changing, one for dining. I went into the locker room and opened mine, taking out the blazer. Recently dry-cleaned, it had a chemical tang that reminded me of baking soda and fresh coffee, an odor I found oddly pleasant. It was one of the small things that brought me happiness in my job. I was glad I didn't have to wear a pretend cop uniform like some Vegas security. The blazer, at least, conferred some dignity. Or, at least, that's what I told myself. I swung by the security office to see if there were any alerts and to pick up my earbud. I nodded to the team of surveillance professional there, Their eyes deadened by the constant hours of staring at screens, shirts stained with countless cups of coffee. One of the younger ones, a short man with an unvarying black stubble on his face named Jasper, broke away from the others to say, I uh, you on the foot security footage for a few minutes last night. I nodded, popping in my earbud, the constant noise of the casino chatter joining our conversation through it. Yeah, I had a bit of a backroom waltz. I threw in the odd slang that amused many of the casino employees when it came from the American. Funny thing was, is I learned it from an Australian. You know disarming cameras is against casino policy. Punishable termination. Jasper gave me a smile that was supposed to tell me he was joking, but also told me he enjoyed having this bit of power. He was that kind of weasel. The punk must have jostled the camera. I smiled at the obviousness of the lie, letting Jasper know I didn't care if he believed it. Dealing with troublemakers like the Corsican was part of my unofficial duties. Jasper knew this, so let me go with an equally spurious chuckle. I tuned into the earbuds' buzz as I headed onto the floor. As usual, I was banished to one of the least populated realms, with the one-armed bandits and other automated games, the less glamorous section populated with pensioners and slot jockeys. These rooms were kept dim so the young tourists searching for a bit of excitement didn't have to see the end game if their curiosity became an obsession. It was as boring as it sounds. I mostly gave direction to older folks confused by the casino's labyrinthian layout and kept an eye out for machines that were paying out too often. It wasn't a bad job as far as jobs go, and I was accustomed to spending long hours on my feet. I had been at this for a stretch of time when the buzz of the casino communications went quiet in the earbud. It was replaced by Jasper's voice sounding more weaselly than usual. He let me know we were on a direct channel by saying my name. I asked him what he wanted. The uh, high roller you were asking Gaspard about? That exchange had made its way up and down the grapevine faster than I thought it would. I didn't say anything into the microphone pinned under my collar. Moments went by until Jasper continued with, He's in the roulette room.